Welcome, everybody. This is For the Love of Money, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success by sharing the tools, tips, and stories of those who have already made it. My name is Chris Harder, and each week I will bring you incredible guests in order to prove that when good people make good money, they do great things. Welcome back, everybody, to another mini episode of For the Love of Money, episodes that I like to call My Two Cents. Now, today I'm going to talk about one of my favorite topics to talk about, and that is our right to be unapologetic about our desire for abundance. But in order to get there, we need to create a more rewarding abundance story. All of us have a story around abundance, some good, some bad, most of us a mix of a little bit of both. But you need to be able to create a more rewarding story of abundance within yourself before you're going to be able to be unapologetic about your desire and your entitlement for abundance. And yes, I said entitlement. We are entitled to abundance. We are entitled to wealth. No different than we're entitled to happiness. We have a right to pursue it, but we are not guaranteed. So I'm saying we are entitled, but that does not mean that we are guaranteed wealth. We are not guaranteed abundance, just like we're not guaranteed happiness. It means that we own the right to make the decisions and to enter into the pursuit of abundance and wealth. So first, why would we even want to change our abundance story? Well, our abundance story is the story that we tell ourselves internally about being worthy of a certain level of abundance or wealth or however you define abundance. And that brings me to my first defining point regarding abundance, and that is it's really a subjective decision as to what it is for you. All of you are already radically abundant right now. You might just be choosing to see your current level of abundance as a lack of abundance because of how you're choosing to define abundance. That's right. Abundance is nothing more than an opinion, a feeling, a subjective level that you just kind of made up and said, yep, that's when I'm abundant. And you determine what it is to you. That's the first main thing you have to understand. So let's give you an example. If you had a job that paid you $50,000 a year right now, and you're not feeling very abundant because you feel like, oh, I'm not making a lot of money until I get to hundred grand. Well, that's on you. That lack of abundance is not because you're making $50,000. That lack of abundance is your definition your finish line that you set as to what abundance actually is. You are choosing to define abundance in that example as a hundred thousand dollars a year instead of the $50,000 a year that you currently receive. Now let's step that up a level. Same goes for all of you making that $100,000 already that somebody wants to be making, but you feel a feeling of lack because it's not a half a million. You are setting your own definition of abundance or your own finish line. Same for the person making a million, but upset that it's not 5 million. Same for the person that has a $10 million net worth, but they're upset that it's not a $100 million net worth. 
you are creating that own feeling of lack within yourself simply because of where you set the finish line, simply because of your definition of abundance. And so any pain you feel around it can easily be relieved to a certain extent by first realizing that you're in control of what you define as abundance. And it's only on you that you have set it so far out instead of appreciating the abundance that you already have, the net worth that you already have, the income that you already have. You know, I can further prove that abundance is a subjective feeling. Some of you might feel abundant as heck if you have an extra $20,000 saved up as a cushion. I mean, you're like, wow, all my problems are taken care of if I had an extra $20,000 in savings. That's a great cushion. But to a millionaire, if they suddenly woke up with just $20,000 in their account, there'd be a downright emergency. Time to freak out, right? Nowhere near enough money. A lack of abundance is how that millionaire would see that $20,000 sitting there. So you see, it is a subjective opinion. So if I can do anything to drive the first point home to get us started, it's that you can't be pissed off if you don't feel abundant in your current situation because you are the one that set the finish line. Therefore, you are the one creating that gap between what you have right now and the abundance that you really desire. So you wanna start feeling abundant? Take inventory of everything you have right now and form a gratitude practice around it. So for example, when I wake up in the morning, I do two things. I lean over to Lori, I wake her up, and we have a mantra every single morning that we say. I lean over and I say, hey, babe, I'm happier, healthier, wealthier, and more fit than I was yesterday. And I wake her up with it, and I make her say it back. You know, and she'll say something like, oh, I'm happier, healthier, wealthier, more fit than I was yesterday. And I'm like, no, say it like you mean it. So she'll be like, fine, I'm happier, healthier, wealthier, more fit than I was yesterday. So that's the first thing we do the minute we're freaking conscious. Guess what that does for our abundance? It's already telling ourselves that, yes, we're even happier than yesterday, even wealthier, even healthier, even more fit than we were yesterday. So we're already feeling good at that moment. Next, I fall right into a quick prayer of gratitude. I mean, it sounds juvenile. It's downright funny. But remember, I'm still kind of foggy, sleepy, and trying to get into the groove for the day. So I close my eyes real quick, and I'm like, oh, thank you that I thank you that I woke up and I'm grateful, you know, for this bed. I'm grateful for my dog waffles. Who's laying across my legs and I'm grateful for that. I've got a great wife next to me. And, and then it turns into, I'm grateful for this house and I'm grateful that the sun's coming in and I'm grateful that I feel good. I'm grateful that I feel lean this morning. And every single morning it's totally different, but that is my gratitude practice that starts every single day so that I start my day feeling abundant. And by the way, you can have a gratitude of practice, not just around what you already have, but also around what is yet to come. So the other half of my prayer in the morning is I'm grateful for the X number of dollars that are about to arrive today. I'm grateful for this opportunity that is right around the corner talking as if it is already arriving. And when you do this, this is the crazy ironic part. When you do this, when you get the abundant appreciation for what you already have, then because you're feeling abundant, guess what your energy attracts more of? More abundance. So if you're upset that you only make 50 grand a year and you're not going to be happy till you make a hundred, well, you're never going to get to that hundred until you're grateful for that 50 because the energy of, all right, I like what I got coming in. 
I'm in a good position. I'm feeling pretty abundant. That energy attracts more abundance. If you're walking around with an energy of lack, oh, I don't have enough money. I hate that I work so hard for this little money. Guess what? You're just going to get more of it. It's just the way the world works. So next, if the first part of changing your abundance story is realizing that you are the one defining what abundance means, and if you feel lack, then that's on you, then the next part of your abundance story is that it's just that. It's a story. It's realizing that this story that you tell yourself about having plenty of money or having lack is nothing more than interpretation, a story that you have built that has been formed through so many, many interactions, through so many events, through so many moments, through so many outside opinions and outside people and advertisements and social media. Your abundance story has been formed by everything and everybody else but you. That's what currently makes up your abundance story. And that's all it is, is a story. It's a bunch of fiction. But I hear what you're saying. You're like, but wait, Chris, it's not fiction. I mean, these events really happen to me. No, the events are not fiction. You know, your car broke down. You had to replace the transmission. It cost you $2,000. The events are not fiction. But the meaning that you put on them is pure fiction. You see, nothing has any meaning other than the meaning that you choose to apply to it. Nothing has any meaning other than the meaning that you choose to apply to it. Thus, the meanings that you are applying to the events in your past, present, and future are literally writing your story on abundance. So, want to change your story around abundance? Change the events as best you can. Change the people as best you can, change your choices as best you can, but for sure, change the meanings that you are applying to the people, events, choices, happenings, etc., as they occur one by one by one. Change the meanings that you are applying to those things. So here's an easy example. Let's say you own a business and tomorrow you receive an attorney's bill for $5,000. You can choose to say, oh, see, once again, I can't seem to get ahead. $5,000, these crooks. Or you can say, wow, I'm so freaking grateful that I'm able to afford a top-notch attorney that helped me move my business forward this time. Man, I'm finally kicking ass. Same bill, same event, same attorney. Two different meanings that you are applying to that event. And whichever meaning you choose to apply goes towards making up your story of abundance. Now, the more consciously you choose each meaning, the perspective you apply to the events, the people, the happenings, etc., both from the past, in the present, and in the future, then the more you will start to view your abundance story as a positive one. So let's put these two things together. Number one, you get to choose the finish line. You get to choose your definition of abundance. So don't be pissed off if you set it too far out. And number two, you choose the meaning of every single damn thing that goes into your abundance story. It can be a whole bunch of positive constructive ones that are putting you on the right path towards that finish line. Or it can be a bunch of negative ones justifying why, yep, once again, you can't get ahead. 
It is up to you to put those two things together, to choose your level of abundance and to choose how good your abundance story feels on your way to that finish line. And if we get to choose our finish line, in other words, if we get to consider what you know we think is a sufficient level of abundance, man, then let's choose well. I mean, let's choose a level of abundance that is so damn big, so damn sexy, not only that we love it and benefit from it, but there's so much to go around that other people around us love it and benefit from it too. Because remember, when good people make good money, they do great things. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success.